but we're here. But we can lose and burst the silly bubble, never fear, because although the idea might have seemed completely grand, I gotta tell you, brother, I am sick of Disneyland. And meanwhile, to the north, the NHL has limbered up. It's staging what might look a little like the Stanley Cup. Although the season's truncated and no one's there to cheer, on TV they're still selling life insurance, drugs, and beer. And that's the bottom line, I guess, for each and every game. A plague is just a plague, but business goes on all the same. Though I suppose of college football, that cannot be said. I'll shed no tears on that account, and if the game were dead, I'd not be much lamenting it or sighing long and deep. But that's beside the point. I think that it is just asleep. The game's proponents liken it to young men off to war. I turn the sound off when they say it. I can take no more. But happily, I'll open up my yap and I will say it's fine that no one's turning to the NCAA for solace or direction or a plan to carry on. Few hearts would shatter if the NCAA were gone. I hope you won't conclude from this that I am out of sorts and I am not complaining. I no longer write of sports. The times provide, as I have found, and so there is no dearth of more significant concerns here and around the earth. That's Bill Littlefield. He was the host of Only a Game for its first 25 years. Now he writes novels no one has published yet. In 1949, a young basketball executive named Leo Ferris orchestrated the merger that would create the NBA. So why isn't Leo in the hall? That's coming up on Only a Game from NPR. Who doesn't love a good story? On Circle Round, the storytelling podcast from WBUR, we adapt folk tales from around the world as radio plays, featuring beloved stars of the stage and screen, like Seinfeld's Jason Alexander, Hamilton star Philippa Sue and Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award winner, Billy Porter. Circle Round has been named a top kids podcast by The New York Times, Good Housekeeping, and Time Magazine. And we think you'll love it, too. Find Circle Round wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Karen Given. Back in 2017, I received an email from a man named Christian Figueroa. He told me that his great uncle, Leo Ferris, was the co-creator of basketball's shot clock. But for reasons Christian didn't understand, his uncle never got the credit. Some say the shot clock saved the NBA, and that's not actually a stretch. But as I dug more into the story, I realized that Leo Ferris was important for more than just saving the NBA. He helped create it. Danny Biazone was 83 years old on the day in 1992 when Sean Kirst, then a columnist for the Syracuse Post Standard, came to visit him. Danny was this tiny, indomitable force. When I met him, he was two weeks before death. He was in his bowling alley, which had remained unchanged since the days when he owned the Nats. Biazone owned the Syracuse Nationals from 1946 to 1963, and he owned that bowling alley back then, too. The story Kirst had heard, the story everyone had heard, was that after a game one night, Danny Biazone scribbled calculations on the back of a napkin at the bar of his bowling alley and invented the 24-second clock. 
Hearst says Biazone never talked about the clock. He always called it the time. He said that, that the game had become tedious and no one wanted to watch it because if one team got up by 10 points, they'd just stall the ball for the rest of the game. Danny said something had to change. You had to have a change in the time. So he never said, I came up with this idea. Biazone didn't have to say he came up with the idea. Legendary Celtics executive Red Auerbach said it for him. Danny Biazone invented the 24-second clock by himself alone, Kirst quoted Auerbach as saying. I was at the meeting when he introduced it. He should get all the credit in the world for it. So I wrote about that, and I get a call out of the blue from a woman who, who is very upset, who says to me, uh, you know, my husband was, was instrumental in, in creating the clock, and, and no one remembers him and no one believes it. And she was so upset I wondered if it was for real. Some of my colleagues said that she had called be- 